Welcome back to the Salted Caramel Podcast. This is where we get to share the faith stories of the Lord and our parishioners all across the world, especially Canada. We have a lot of listeners from Canada. I'll keep shouting you out, Canada. I'm David Cook, the Stewardship Director, and with me is the very blessed Jody Curtis. Jody, who is our guest today? Our guest today is Matthew Godfrey. Matthew, thanks for joining us today. And tell us a little bit about your relationship with Our Lady Mount Carmel. Yeah, so uh, thank you guys for having me. Really excited to be here. Um, my relationship with Our Lady Mount Carmel. So I, I went to uh, St. Mary Gretty for the first couple of years of my schooling. Uh. Um, oh, no, <laughs> I, I, SMG is great. SMG is great. Okay, sure. um, <laughs> and then uh, I switched over to Our Lady Mount Carmel uh, going into my fifth grade year. Uh-huh. So I, I played OLMC sports my fifth grade year, went to uh, Smoky Row and Carmel Middle. And then sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, I went to Our Lady for those three years. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I've been a person at OLMC for probably 12, 13 years now. Um, gone to mass through every Sunday. I was uh, a knight of the Holy Temple in high nice. school, and that was uh, such a great experience for me. And I've been very close with Father Richard over the years. He's been a great mentor for me, um, and I've loved all the people I've met at OLMC. All of them. All of them. That's a bold. Move. All of them. I don't yeah. know if I've. Been, no, I'm just <laughs> 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 oh man. Um, so, what was your faith life like growing up in those SMG years to now? Yeah, yeah. So I, I grew up in a, a strong Catholic family. I have two incredible parents, Bill and Carolyn, um, and they've raised me in the faith and uh, definitely the the rock in my life. They're, they're the spiritual authority in my life, and they raised me incredibly. Nice. Um, and yeah, my, my faith has always been uh, a pretty important part of my life. Um, in grade school and in high school, it, it was definitely part of my life. I was an altar server and um, I started dating my, my girlfriend at the time, Riley, and uh, she was incredibly faithful. So faith was an important part of our relationship as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I felt like I, I kept growing slowly. Uh, in high school, it, it really kicked off in college. Um, but yeah, it, it was a little scattered in high school, you know, mm-hmm. just a lot of different priorities. And as a high school freshman, you, you, you got a lot of stuff uh like that. Yeah, that, that, you can go in many different directions. So mine was pretty scattered, but my, my faith was always pretty important to me. So it sounds like you kind of claimed it as your own pretty early. Yeah, I feel like I, I've thought about this. I like to say my, my faith was a part of my life in high school. I really took ownership of it when I was in college. Um, oh, tell us about that. Yeah, so I, I went to OLMC and then Garen mm-hmm. for um, my years of school. And you met so the, your now wife, Riley. Yeah, yeah, I met her in high school. <laughs> yeah, so so I had 12 years of Catholic education. Um, and I think when I went to DePaul University, which is a private liberal arts school, no religious affiliation, um, I think in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, it'll be nice to not have the faith shoved down my throat. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But at the same time, when I first stepped foot on campus, uh, I began asking myself a lot of questions, you know, like I've been taught this for the last 12 years of my life. I'm and now, it. yeah, now, now all these people are questioning it and some people are living very differently, mm-hmm. you know, um, is this actually important to me? And if it is, I need to figure out why and then I need to act on it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I really um, started learning more about the faith. I 
I uh, met some focus missionaries at DePaul. Classic. Uh, yep, classic. At the club fair my freshman year. Um, and one of the guys' name was Seth. He was a um, first year on staff. He was a married missionary. What's his name? Seth Monholland. Monholland. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's an awesome dude. Oh, he is so great. Yeah. And I formed a great friendship with him. Mm -hmm. And he would invite me to uh, his Bible studies. He'd invite me over to his house to have dinner. He'd have poker nights on the weekends, just like men's nights. And all of these were were invitations. I mean, I was in college. I didn't have to do any of it. But when I said yes to these things, um, I really felt like I was entering a great community of strong Catholics, and yeah. it helped me grow in my faith. Yeah. And I saw the joy in their lives, and that I started feeling that joy as well. Hmm. Um, so I think my faith started taking off freshman, sophomore year of college. Um, and my sophomore year, Seth invited me into uh, discipleship, one-on-one spiritual mentorship. And I think that may have been one of the more impactful um experiences of my college years because we, we would meet once a week mm-hmm. and we would go into the very small St. Paul's Church at DePaul and we would open up the Bible. We would do Lexio Divina, Ignatian Meditation, just talk about the faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my favorite was just talking about ways to grow in the faith as a Catholic man on a college campus. Because as we all know, it's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. We pull in many different directions. Yeah. Um, and he, he provided a great degree of accountability, of friendship, of fellowship, mm-hmm. Um, and as a married missionary, he was a great influence in my relationship with Riley. Yeah. Were Especially, you guys already thinking marriage at the time? It was probably, probably pretty young in your second year. Yeah, I think we were thinking marriage freshman year of high school. Oh, no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> when I When I when I first laid eyes on her. Oh, <laughs> no, Good but um, <laughs> no, when, when we went to college and we were long distance, we knew it would be tough. But in the back of our mind, that was always mm. something we had desired yeah. and, and prayed yeah. about. Um but no, he was a great role model for me, and he coached me to lead my own Bible study in my fraternity, Ooh. which was so cool. If you yeah. would have asked me freshman year of college if there would be a Bible study in Beta Theta Pi, <laughs> you would have been crazy. <laughs> um, and that was big for me because I, I saw these young men grow in their faith and uh, formed great friendships with them, and we'd go to church on the weekends. And in return, that helped me grow so much. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of how my faith skyrocketed in college I yeah would say. so you'd really you'd really point to that one-on-one discipleship with seth as your one main concrete moment yeah i think one thing i've learned about myself is uh, i need accountability yeah um i think everybody does to some extent but it, it really helped me having somebody that i could pray with and yeah um hold me accountable just for academics for sports mm-hmm. for relationships for life yeah. um, do you outside of riley do you still have someone for accountability Right, right now I still uh, I still talk to Seth a good amount. Nice. Um, I don't necessarily have a mentor right now. Uh, I do meet with uh, Father Han over at St. Louis de Montford nice. fairly regularly. Um, he's a great mentor for me, and he mm-hmm. he's um, yeah just giving me spiritual direction many times in my life. That's awesome. And Matthew, how has your relationship with Riley helped you grow in your faith as well? Oh man, there's a lot to unpack there. She is. <laughs> I swear, the most faithful person I know. Um, yeah. Well, so, so, so Riley grew up um, non-denominational Christian, and uh, she was on fire for her faith <laughs> as a junior high at Clay Middle School. Uh-huh. So but when I met her freshman year, I, I was instantly attracted to her. She was beautiful. But um, 
she was so on fire for the faith. <laughs> so on fire for the faith. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like you're like really holy. <laughs> like maybe, maybe we should just be friends right now. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I, I thought that to myself. I don't know if I articulated that to her necessarily. Um, but I mean, over the years, I started to realize that being faithful and strong in their faith was actually pretty cool and <laughs> desirable and a girlfriend. Yeah. So we, we started dating and, um, I mean, just her, her commitment to living a very strong Christian life was beautiful. Um, she was set in her ways, set in her morals, and wouldn't falter. I thought that was admirable. Mm-hmm. Um, she she would go to adoration like for three hours straight on Friday and Saturday nights with her friends. Wow! Just like having that witness uh-huh. was incredible. Yeah. And I mean, when we go out to dinner, when we take walks, our conversations are always around faith and how we can grow in it and how our relationship is rooted in it. And we, we balance each other very well. You know, sometimes Riley's encouraging me. Sometimes I'm encouraging her. But uh, we're a team, yeah. you know. And uh, we've, especially these last couple of years, as we're preparing to get married, um, we know that our faith has to be at the center yeah. of our life. And, and being long distance in college, that really required an incredible amount of trust in the Lord. And we would pray with each other every night. So oh, our, our faith was, beautiful. we tried to make it at the, the center of our relationship. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, there's so many young listeners listening to this right now. I hope. I, I have no idea. I just totally made that up. That's sarcasm. <laughs> but what is some uh, tips or tricks that you would give them or parents raising kids to uh, how to put faith at the center of a relationship? Yeah. Um, Just find a really faithful person. That that definitely helps. I mean, I I think, I don't know. I don't know if this is the best advice, but uh, let, let your children make decisions, you know, like don't force them to do anything or, um, like maybe like grade school, high school, it's a little different. But when you get to be 17, 18, when you're going into college, um, like making decisions for yourself, that was really big. And I think I came to realize as a junior, senior in high school that having a girlfriend who was faithful is actually really good and really important. And I think yeah. young men begin to realize that as they get older. And that was definitely the case for me because as a freshman, I was not looking for that and anybody. Um, so I, I think just gradual growth over time and being patient. Um, well, you've really had that accountability partner that you, you described Seth as being that for you in college, but really sounded like Riley was somewhat of an accountability partner for you early on too. Mm -hmm. That this can be really important for us to have that with someone else in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. Have you ever taken a big leap of faith in your journey? Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, so, so I, I'm going to be a focused missionary uh, this these next two years of my life. Um, and so that, that's the biggest leap of faith I've ever taken. Yeah. Um, and in college, I, I was thinking business, business, business. Um, all throughout, and I was an economics major, uh, a management fellow at DePaul. I had an internship at Salesforce, so um, that was just kind of what I was thinking of doing my entire life, just going into business. 
And I, I really enjoy it. I enjoyed my internships. I enjoyed the connections I made. Um, but I think I was just really feeling called to um, at least discern what my options were, um, whether it be ministry, whether it be business. I was even thinking pre-med for about a month. <laughs> and like, my yeah, my junior, senior year, I was just really feeling called to not be set on business. Um, and as I prayed about it more, as I would meet with Seth more, um, I just feel more, felt more and more called to explore ministry. And the summer going into my senior year of college, Riley and I had many conversations about whether we were going to stay in Indianapolis and work in the corporate world or we were thinking of doing ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a long conversations, a lot of tough decisions. And uh, I think what it really boiled down to was if, if there's a time to go out and do ministry mm-hmm. uh, and take a leap of faith, It'd be right now. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And Seth had such an impact in my life. And to have the opportunity to give a similar impact to another student, mm-hmm. that would just mean a lot to me. And I, I, God worked through Seth to me in an incredible way. And I hope God can work through me to another student in a similar way. What a great way to say it. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Love it. That's awesome. So uh, in the interest of working for another student and working for another soul, what what kind of uh, gifts do you think the Lord has given you to help you do that? Yeah, uh, I feel like I'm a very relational person. Um, I just love forming friendships and talking to people in general. Nice. Um, I think a, a couple things, I, I consider myself an empathetic person. I don't know if that's like a a gift I have. I, I just feel like I'm an understanding person and can it's really. Very much a gift. <laughs> okay. Yeah. One, one that I don't have. Yeah. So I, I feel like I've, I've just been given that gift. I think I maybe get it from my mom because she's the most empathetic person I've ever met nice. and she's my go-to. Um, but yeah, I, I just love learning about people, learning where their hearts are mm-hmm. and where their souls are at in their life and hearing that's their awesome. stories. So that's definitely a gift. Uh, I think one other thing, I love sports. Yeah. <laughs> the different than empathy, but I love sports, and I think that's one way where I uh, bond with friends and with students. And, Are you doing varsity Catholic? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to be a varsity Catholic extension missionary. Okay. Um, so not like officially varsity Catholic, but okay. my, my desire is to reach out to a lot of students on campus. And nice. um, I played basketball at DePaul, so mm-hmm. if I can work with any students on the IAPUI men's yeah. basketball team. Mm-hmm. I think that would be so much fun just going yeah. to their games and supporting them. I mean, half them. my ministry was just playing three o'clock pickup ball. <laughs> like, it's just talking to people after that. Yeah. yeah. So Riley and I, we picked an apartment down at IAPUI and nice. it's two minutes away from yeah. the outdoor basketball court. Yeah. So that may have been a slight reason <laughs> yeah. I was nudging us to go there. Don't tell Riley. <laughs> She'll never listen to this. <laughs> uh, and Matthew, what are you most grateful for right now? Oh, man, so much to be grateful for. Um, I mean, definitely my faith. It's the rock of my life. Um, I'm thankful for my family, my my siblings, my older brother Andrew, older sister Catherine, and younger brother Luke. Uh, some of my best friends. My dad is such a great father figure in my life, and and my mom, I kid you not, she is a saint sent from above. I um, believe that. Awesome. <laughs> she, yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful for her and all that she's taught me and her 
motherly advice and tender care over the years. I am so grateful for her. And then also my fiance. Riley. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, I, I, Riley reminds me a lot of my mom. Uh-huh. And, uh, I could see that. I think that's part of the reason why I, I'm just so excited to marry her. So I, I am so grateful for those two women in my life. I, I could not be more grateful. Nice. Uh, we like to say staying salty because we're the salt of the earth. Unless salt loses its saltiness, yada, yada, yada. So basically it means how are you becoming a good disciple or how are you staying a good disciple? <sighs> becoming is the better word. Yeah, becoming. No, not, not staying. Good, sorry. Good <laughs> always, always trying to grow. <laughs> um, how am I becoming salty? <sighs> Praying for an hour every day has been big challenge this these last two months as I'm beginning to be a focused missionary but that is definitely a way I've been staying salty because like three months ago I was nervous about what holy hours would look like I think it would be the same prayers the same thing every day but you go into holy hour and you have an hour to pray and to discuss how you're feeling with the Lord and so many things come up. Oh my gosh. When you sit down for an hour, you have no idea what the conversation will be. (laughs) Um, So that's how I stay salty. Just spending an hour of time in prayer. It opens up your heart. It opens up your mind for whatever the Lord wants to give you that day. Nice. So Matthew, we like to leave our listeners with an an action step. And I think an action step I took away from your message today was the power that Seth had on you and and specifically that you said God worked through Seth to you is for each of our listeners to think about how we can be that channel for someone else and how we could either be an accountability partner to someone to help hold someone else accountable to our faith, maybe to find our own accountability partner, but to definitely think about how God can work through us to serve others as well. I think that's wonderful. (laughs) We have the approval. So perfect. Matt, do you want to end us with a prayer? I would love to. Please. Name the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Good Lord, we thank you for this beautiful day. Um, Thank you for all the blessings that you have bestowed on us. Lord, we ask that um, our minds may be conformed to yours, that we may uh, be like you that we may be Christ-like in our lives, with our families, with our friends. Uh, Please give us the courage, the strength, the fortitude to continue pursuing your will throughout our day. Um, And let us take up our cross so that we can better serve you in trials in our life. Let us also rejoice in the beautiful moments you give us. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for all the blessings that we have been given. May I ask all this in your name. Amen. Amen. In the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening and stay salty.